0: Hello! Thank you for coming back to the podcast. I hope that you're having a great start to your week. I'm so excited that you're here. Before we begin, just like we do with every episode, let's stop for a moment. Let's open our hearts to God and let's pray. God, thank you for bringing us together today. Thank you for the opportunity that we have to spend some time in your word and to just learn and grow from the knowledge that you've given us in your word. God, I pray that you'll open our hearts and our minds to what it is that you need to speak to us today and that you'll just prepare us to, to receive and then to implement the, the word that you've given me to share today, God. I thank you for the wisdom. I thank you for the anointment that you've given me, God. And I just pray that this message will reach the right person out there today, the right woman out there today who needs to hear it, God. I pray that you'll bring this to her so that she can be encouraged and enlightened and have something to take away that she can apply to her life today, God. I thank you and it's in your name I pray, amen. All right, so let's dive in. Today's topic is going to be about letting God in. So I want you, I know that we can't see each other, but raise your hand if you've ever found yourself racing around the house, yelling at your kids in a hurry and kind of in a frantic. Um, If you're a mom, then I'm sure that you're raising your hand or you're lying, (laughs) unless you're brand new to this. Um, I'm sure all of us have been at this point. I know I have. Where we are just feeling super overwhelmed and super anxious and trying to get out the door and trying to do all of the things and trying to be a good mom and we have all of this pressure on ourselves. And I just want to first acknowledge the fact that you're not alone in that. Um everybody goes through that. Every mom goes through that at some point. And I think a lot of times we hold a lot of guilt in that. So first off, before we even dive into the episode, just know that you're not alone in those situations and that They happen to everybody and that we have to give ourselves the grace that God gives us. We have to be willing to accept the grace that God gives us. Um, So now I want to kind of ask you a question. When do you think that those situations typically occur? Do they occur more when you've spent the morning with God and his word and you have really just had a great time reading your Bible and in prayer and just feel this great revelation where he's been speaking to you and you've been studying his word and learning about his character and He's revealing things to you or do you feel those times more where it's all hectic when you've kind of let your busy schedule take precedence and you haven't spent time with him or you haven't made enough time with him. So for me, I know that I definitely have more of those rough days on the days that my quiet time has been rushed or interrupted or didn't happen at all. And impatience and anger and discontentment will kind of well up in our hearts. And that's usually a sign that I'm parenting in my own strength and not in his strength. So just like our cell phones need charged after so long of being used, we're the same. Our souls, our hearts, our minds, we also lose power and we need to be recharged after so much use. And so we might have really good intentions to get all the things done and do all the things right And get out the door and be on time to maybe it's even to a Bible study that you're going to. I know for me, like going to church on Sunday morning is when I'm typically like blah with my kids. And that's because I'm trying to do so many things and I'm rushing myself through the day and I'm not taking a moment to just slow down, be with God and recognize that he is leading me and I'm not letting him lead me. I'm usually letting myself lead us at that point. And so, like I said, we have the the best intentions, but if we're running on empty, we really don't have anything left to give. And so the best way to have success as moms and wives and friends and any other title that you might have is to delight in God's word. So as as our minds are renewed, we're kind of transformed from the inside out and made more like the image of Jesus, but that doesn't happen unless we're spending time in the word. And so the verse I have for us today is Psalm So a few things that I want you guys to listen to today in that, in that context or that scripture is it says those who delight in the law of the Lord, not those who show up and just read the Bible because they're supposed to, but those who delight in the law of the Lord. So are you showing up in your quiet time, in your Bible city time, delighting in the law of the Lord, or are you showing up to check something off of your to-do list? So that's the first key. The second thing is the day and night. So yes, we have great quiet time in the morning and then we're trying to rush out the door and things get crazy and then we start to feel overwhelmed and we immediately just flip over to everything's terrible, this day is down in the in the dumpster and I just gotta start over tomorrow, it'll be better tomorrow. But what if instead we got ourselves back in God's word? We got in the car going to wherever it is that we're going. We listen to worship music, or we got in the car and we played the Bible app where it reads you different scriptures. You can have it play through a a certain um, chapter that you want to read or listen to, or you sit there in prayer. Maybe you turn the radio off and you pray, whether it's in silence while your kids are screaming in the back seat, or you ask your kids if they'll pray with you but we need to be with God. We need to be delighting in his word day and night because that is when we're blessed. That's what this, this verse says. And when we do that, we're like a tree planted by water that doesn't wither, but yields fruit in its season. And so if we're not in God's word, there's no way that we can delight in it. So that's kind of my first point that I want to share with you guys today with, as far as letting God in is we need to be In the word so that we can delight in his word so that he can enter our hearts and our minds. Now, let's look at Psalm 19. So Psalm chapter 19, verses 7 through 11, it says the law of the Lord is perfect, refreshing the soul. The statues of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, giving joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are radiant, giving light to the eyes. The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. The decrees of the Lord are firm, and all of them are righteous. They are more precious than gold, than much pure gold. They are sweeter than honey, than honey from the honeycomb. By them your servant is warned, In keeping them there is great reward. So, as a mom, if you're struggling to feel revived and joyful, are you getting refreshment from God? Where, where is your refreshment coming from? Where are you looking for guidance in decision-making? Are you desiring to make or desiring wisdom and the ability to make right choices? Are you seeking his refreshment? or Are you seeking refreshment from others? So there's lots of resources out there that tell us as moms, how to raise our children. There's lots of resources about how to be a good wife. There's lots of resources about how to be a good Christian and how to do all of the things that we have to do the right way. And all of those resources that we can dive into are always changing. Now, don't get me wrong. I think personal development is great. I personally have shifted over the years as I've gotten stronger in my faith. I've felt more led to Christian-based personal development books. But again, things change. And you know practices change, and there's so many different ways that you can sleep train your child, or whether you know we there's debates on whether or not breastfeeding is better than bottle feeding, and there's so many different things that are pouring into our minds all the time. but the one place that we can go that is not changing that has no different um directions or wisdom that we can find is in God's word. His word is never changing; it stays the same yesterday, today and tomorrow. We might be in different seasons of life and interpret things in different ways, but the word itself doesn't change. So those books that we read and the blogs that we read and the videos that we can watch and the other moms on Instagram that we're comparing ourselves to, all of their wisdom is based off of their circumstances and their, um, kind of the situations that they're facing with their own family. And we can't always apply those same things to ours. But we can take God's word because he calls us to be in his word, to delight in his word and to find joy in it and to be refreshed in it. We can find that in his word. His word is refreshing to our soul. His word makes the simple things stand out. This is what these verses just told us. His word gives joy to the heart. His word brings light to our eyes. His word is more precious than gold and sweeter than honey, which means that nothing can satisfy us the way that his word can. And then at the end of that verse, it said, as we live according to what we learn in his word, there is great reward. Not when we live according to what Susie Joe down the street says is the way to parent your children, but how God speaks to you through his word and how to parent your children because he's equipped you to be the mother to your children. So, I know we talked last week about the fact that our purpose as mothers is to bring our children back to God, and on this topic of letting God in, it's really important that, that we are opening our Bibles and allowing Him into our hearts and our minds. If we're just filled with personal development book, books or other books that are out there in the world, even if, if it's not a personal development book, there could be other books that you're listening to or reading that are not personal development related at all. They just kind of make you feel good. And I would encourage you that if you're spending more time in those words, in those books, um, to stop. I would encourage you to spend more time in his word than you do in any other author's words that you might hear. So instead of looking to other people for how to parent our children or how to be a good Christian or how to be a good wife, those are the examples I use just because those are the easiest examples I can give. But instead of turning to other people to teach us how to fulfill our purpose as mothers to bring our children to God, I really think that the the point of this, the whole point of this episode is to encourage you to get in his word to find ways to do that. Let God speak to your heart through your quiet time with him. He already knows the cries of your heart, so open your heart to him in prayer and say, God, I really need help in handling this discipline that I need to give my child for whatever issue that they've been having. I need help in the fight that I'm having with my husband and the hardened heart that I feel like I have. And I need help in my job change that I have. I need help. Whatever it might be, you lay out your heart and say, God, I need your help. And then you go to his word and you look for him to speak to you on how to fulfill the needs of your heart. The book of Proverbs is a great example. It's filled with knowledge. There's so much knowledge in Proverbs. Um, I, this is kind of a side note, but a couple of years ago, I led a Bible study at our last duty station, my husband's military. So we recently moved to Georgia. But when we were stationed at, in Tennessee at Fort Campbell, I led a small group with women. And I was noticing that a lot of women were struggling to get in the word. And so instead of us doing another study that made them feel like they had something to check off the block, and if they didn't do the study that week, they couldn't come to group, I was like, you know what we'll do is we'll just go through the proverb of the day. And I got this idea from my husband so every day what if it was, you know, July 14th, then we would read Proverbs 14. And if it was July 20th, we would read Proverbs 20. And we met once a week. And so whatever day of the week or day of the month it happened to be, that would be the proverb that we would read. And we would look in that proverb, we would pray just like I prayed with you before. Open our hearts and our minds. We'd read through the proverb together. And then we would sit there quietly because we had child care. So there was no excuse for why we couldn't have a quiet time because it was quiet. We had child care and we would sit and we would read through that proverb and write down some takeaways and let God speak to us in that room and in, in my living room, we'd all sit there together and we would just have quiet moments with God together. And it was in those moments as we went through Proverbs that we would all read the same exact scripture the same verses we were reading but god would speak to each of us in so many different ways and it was so incredible to see how one woman would choose this one verse that stood out to her so much and she would share what she feels like god was was speaking to her in her life over that with that verse and then three women later when she was sharing would share that same verse that the first woman shared But she would have a completely different application from that verse based on a situation that she was facing in her life. And so the book of Proverbs is really a great way to start to get knowledge and not only to to raise our children, but just for us to live our lives as an example to our children. You know, the day that Tim and I came home from the hospital with our first son, we kind of looked at each other and we're like, all right, now what? (laughs) We kind of sat there just really confused and not sure what was next. And it was day by day that we learned, you know, there's a lot of parenting books and classes and videos and blogs, and there's great advice out there. But that great idea or expert opinion didn't always work for us. We had to figure it out on our own. And so it was day after day and week after week that we navigated learning how to become parents, how to take care of our little guy. And as we grew, as he grew, I'm sorry, as he grew, we grew, And that was when our wisdom was increased, but it wasn't increased because of our own. I mean, obviously we were learning as we went. So like there was things where it's like, oh, this is how you, I don't know, swaddle a baby. That was really hard for us. I remember my husband, I don't know if he still probably couldn't swaddle a baby, but it was hard for us. And so we learned how to swaddle a baby through practice. And as we get into God's word, we're opening the door to learn something new, or to practice something that he's been trying to show us for so long. We open the door to gaining more wisdom. We open the door to more knowledge, to more insight. We're opening the door for God to direct our lives. God shapes and renews our minds through time. And as that time passes, that knowledge grows. And so as we grow in our relationship with him, we're going to have a better understanding as to what will please him. And what will be best for our lives and our children, too. So in this series, as we're talking about walking with God in the season of motherhood, I can't imagine not walking with God in this season. I can't imagine not opening his word to guide me through the parenting decisions that I have to make, through the heartache that I face as a mom on a daily basis with comparison and doubting myself and feeling like I'm not doing a good job and disciplining my children and all the things. There's so many things that are feeding into our hearts and our minds. If I'm not in God's word, I'm not going to ever be encouraged as a mom because everybody's doing something a different way. And I don't know what's right and what's wrong because I'm still learning. And that's why I find my peace and my refreshment and my joy in God's word as I, as a mom, as a wife, as a friend, as a leader, as a business owner, as a mentor, I learn from him. And I let him direct those paths for me. And I'm not perfect. I can't tell you I've read my Bible every single day perfectly 365 days of the year. I have days that I miss it. And those are the days that typically I struggle. And so I just want you guys to be encouraged to let him shape and renew your mind. Let him be the refreshment for your soul. Look at his word as something that is better than gold, sweeter than honey. That's where our joy comes from. And so... The next part of this podcast episode, which is the last little point that I have, is that, as our children see us in the word, their desire to do the same is going to grow. I know when I wake up in the mornings it's my son, my youngest son, he's two, he just turned two, and he's been waking up at five thirty most mornings, and five thirty is around the middle of my quiet time, and we had guests that were visiting last week, and so I was going to bed later, so I was allowing myself to sleep in until about 6, and he was waking up at 5.30, so my quiet time was filled with him, and I shared it on my Instagram stories. Um, one of the mornings, I I was I would wake up every morning. We'd go downstairs. I would make him a little bowl of cereal, and we would sit at our kitchen counter on the little bar stools, and he would eat his cereal, and I would open my my Bible, and I would dive into my Finding Freedom Planner, and I would go through the Word, and then I would plan out my day. And he would ask, like, what are you doing, mom? in his little baby voice, what are you doing? And um, I would tell him, I'm doing my Bible study. I'm reading my Bible, bud. And he's two. So I don't know how much he really understands, but it was really cool for me to get to share that with him. And so we did that for a good, I would say, eight to 10 days. We had all of the people visiting, all of our family visiting. And on one of the last days before everybody left, he looked at me and he said, mama, where's my Bible? And his Bible, there we have a, a kid's Bible that sits on the counter. I read the kids' their Bibles with, or their Bible with breakfast most mornings. Again, not perfect, um, but we read their Bible. And so I grabbed it and I pushed it over to him, and he wanted my highlighter and my pen because for eight to ten days he's been watching me with my pen and my highlighter reading my Bible. And so his desire at two years old to read his Bible because he's seen mom doing it was growing because he kept seeing me do it. And so there's a verse I want to share with you. I get teary eyed when I think about that. Um, Deuteronomy chapter six, verses five through seven. It says, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. This is my favorite part. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road and when you lie down and when you get up. So I want you to think about that. Impress these commandments, these words on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road and when you lie down and when you get up. This is a command that that we have, a command to impress God's word on our children. So if we're not in God's word ourselves, how can we follow that command? How can we obey that command? There's no better handbook out there than the word of God. And when we let him in by seeking him intently every single day, he's going to transform us from the inside out. He's going to give us all that we need. And he's going to guide us every step of the way in this journey. But it starts with our decision to open his word and open our hearts to let him in. So my challenge for you this week as we end this episode is to do a quick reflection on how you've been feeling lately. Have you been overwhelmed, maybe tired, defeated? Maybe you're feeling great, but I want you to evaluate how you're feeling, how you've been feeling on average. And then I want to have you evaluate kind of the time that you've been spending with God. Have you been in the word? Have you been in prayer? Have you been delighting in being in the word and prayer? Are you simply going through the motions? Are you satisfied with the time that you spent with him? And if not, if the answer was no to any of those questions, what changes can you make and how can you make it a priority? So that's my challenge for you as we end this episode today is to really reflect on how you're feeling and how that correlates to the time that you've been spending on in his word and how you can change that. Because remember, there, our kids are going to do what we do, not do what we say. I don't know exactly how the quote goes or who it's from, but I know that that's a quote that I live by when it comes to my fitness, when it comes to my Bible study time, when it comes to building my business and dreaming big and following the, the calling that I feel like God has placed on my life. My kids are watching and I can't give them an example of obeying God. If I'm not first obeying him by just opening my Bible and letting him in. He can't tell me what to go do if I'm not in, if he's not in my heart. And that starts with me being in the word. And so I encourage you to evaluate that for yourself this week. And I hope that this encourages you. I hope it challenged you a little bit. I think that's the point is for us to be challenged in some way. So if it did, I would love to know. Um, I would love for you to share this on your social media. If it was a blessing to you this week, I would love for you to, you can email me brookecollinsfitness at gmail.com. You can reach out to me on social media. I'm at brookecollins09 on all platforms, but I love hearing from you guys and I really hope that this, this message encouraged you in some way today. So let's pray and let's move on with the rest of our day so you guys can get to work on those reflections. God, I thank you for the time that we got to spend together today. God, I just pray that the word that you gave me will soak into the hearts of the women who have listened to this episode today and that you would just help them As they go about their reflection process, God, that you would just open their hearts and their minds to the areas that maybe they aren't fully dedicated to you, God. I pray that you would help them to find freedom as they dive deeper into their walk with you, God. It's so easy to get distracted by the things of this world. And I pray that you would just help each and every person listening to this episode right now, God, to eliminate the distractions and put their whole heart and their whole focus on you, on your word, God. And I pray that as they open your word And they dive into it delightfully this week that you would speak to them in ways that you've never spoken to them before. That you would give them revelations with the situation that they're facing like you've never given them before, God. Be present in their hearts and their minds and in their homes, God. I pray blessings over each and every listener, God. And I just thank you for this opportunity and for this platform to share your word and to get this message out to all of the people out there. And I pray that you would continue to bless it. Thank you, God. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much again for taking the time to listen to the Finding Freedom podcast today. I hope you know how important you are to God. Remember that He created you on purpose for a purpose. You are loved, you are special, and friend, you are enough just as you are. Have a great week and I will chat with you next time.